Welcome to Translating Infinity. They are communicating. Have we forgotten how to listen? You gotta take this higher! Many of you speak of evolution at this time. Yes, it is evolution, but understand that you have been designed all along, physically, to embody soul. You have had the appropriate container all along to be what you were designed to be and then some. There are no changes, truly, that need to take place in the physical body except for the clearing, clearing the way for soul to be present. Your body knows how to blend with soul. It is designed for this. Welcome to Episode 6 of the Translating Infinity Podcast. I am your host, Eileen Meyer. What you just heard was a 2007 clip from one of my earlier recorded transmissions. These messages started streaming in this way from roughly 2005. This one in particular was about the changes we would begin to experience and how we might engage consciously with the opportunity a greater potentiality, if you will, to re-establish our natural state, a more present, interconnected state of awareness. These light beings taught me how to connect, not to them as separate beings living in separate places from us, but more like a vast harmonic field that many beings commune through. I was shown in my body and third eye that we were designed with an inner calm system, just as these other beings are. The only difference is, is that we've been mostly offline for thousands of years. So it seems what they want us to know more than anything is that we have the power and the spark within us to change that. And in accordance with the larger cosmic cycles. Now is the time. I've been receiving and applying all that has been given to me for nearly 18 years. I call it the dialogue. We can dialogue with our Creator and all who are a part of this Source Harmonic Symphony. It took me a lifetime, with the help of these inner guides, to learn how to listen how to initiate the communion, how to integrate what I was learning, a learning that was happening not through my thinking mind, but I was absorbing what felt like an infinite amount of data through high-frequency light and sound inside my body, inside every cell. Yes, this technology is in our physicality. And while there may be other ways to access and download from this infinite field, I was taught a language that is activated and understood 
by engaging consciously in present moment with our emotions, with our heart. I have over 400 of these recorded messages from the field now about how to reorient to our natural design once again. And we are all encouraged to begin in any new present moment doorway. The doorway beyond time and space is truly within us. Here is a clip about this from April 2009. Heart and heart consciousness is spherical. Perception with the heart is an actual feeling in human physicality of instant understanding through a filling in of the sphere. There may be color definition. There may be sound. There is the touch, that which is palpable to your skin, to your cells, to your bones, your blood. There is a rushing in, a filling in of understanding. And this occurs with not one single thought. There may be thought after the understanding. But know that thought comes in mostly as a way to translate from spherical to linear. It's so fascinating to me when I listen to these older transmissions and then also the memories in my body of when I played it for other people or played it in a presentation in front of a group of people. The terror that I was experiencing in, in being this vulnerable and revealing it to people because I already knew what judgment felt like, what, what this dismissive, judgmental reaction, what it could do to me if I was not strong enough to transmute it. Anyway, moving along. The major theme of all of the messages I noted was encouraging us to engage in this way before the bigger changes in our world would occur. I understood that if we embraced our natural orientation to love, rather than holding on more tightly to our past and fear, we would remember who we are and activate our cosmic compass, if you will. Now, I say encouraged us because the messages were rarely directed just to me personally. When I would go into this altered state translating mode, it always felt like that which was transmitting was like an enveloping field that blended with every molecule of my being and extended into forever. It was and still is communicating through me to everyone or anyone who will hear it. Incidentally, I was informed many times that there were others here like me. 
I was overjoyed when I heard this. They or we would be the ones who survived these radical transformations in consciousness in context of our modern lives without physically dying or perhaps worse, being institutionalized. I did share these recordings and transcripts with others, and I still do. But in that earlier time, much like me, this data didn't really fit into any existing frame or modality of thinking that I could find. People like to stay in their comfort zones. I noted that most would approach the material using the rational reasoning mind, of course, and didn't really know what to do with this odd-sounding information. It didn't have the usual markers that the linear mind seeks to quickly explain and categorize and file away. This is a fascinating study in and of itself of how the conditioned mind works. I've become somewhat of an expert over the years. Lots of observational opportunities, you could say. It's important for me to state here that the person you are listening to now is the one who has been synthesizing a lifetime of experiential data. Most of those years were just me trying to understand what was happening. Integration and aha moments would occur, but then soon after would come the next paradox, the next conundrum. Then once again, I would watch through the dialogue these conundrums dissolving, purely because I changed. My perception changed. I began to understand that the data was not word-focused, but rather it seemed to be communicating to our dormant technologies, waking them up, essentially. I found that, generally speaking, when I shared this practice of the dialogue, most people were excited initially about this new thing to try, but upon hearing about the focus and commitment required, they quickly moved on to something easier. In other words, so many now are wanting the experience of transformation mentally in their minds. But when it gets down to it, conscious transformation is a bit too scary. I get it. And I've been learning why this is. At the same time, I would not be experiencing what I am now, my body and my voice blending as a bioenergetic instrument dialoguing with non-local consciousness, translating this pre-articulated energy into words. This wouldn't have happened unless I had first experienced these shamanic life and death transformational shifts. Through this, I was able to access this inner technology. Indeed, the treasure is within but the journey to reach it has been blocked by our own fear and trauma. This inner guide presence helped me to break through to these veins of gold that transcend time and space, that activate the spark along with our natural capacity to commune. And again, it was so hard to explain. Sometimes in these transmissions, 
it would be explained from the bigger picture view. So these ways of communing now, it is difficult for those who commune to describe the process in any existing term or terminology. For it is a multidimensional experience and translation to words is only one fragment, one aspect of what the communer is experiencing. The wisdom, the information that comes through is being absorbed not through the intellect but through the skin, the blood, the bones, the heart. The soul is pouring through these more receptive, porous beings. That was a clip from March of 2010. I didn't share this one until after I had written my book in 2017 and started publicly speaking about it. Most of these files have never seen the light of day. I did not have the usual or expected sort of E.T. story, so my public debut, with all that I had to share, was not as I had hoped it would be. Because these altered states were powered with tons of bioenergetic energy, not unlike my 98 Kundalini event, I didn't even think of questioning the source of this with my rational mind. I knew with my body, through this musical resonance, that this was love. I trusted it. I knew it in every cell of my being. So I applied the teachings and practices of reorienting to resonance, and by doing so, my awareness continued to expand. Not in an intellectual way. I didn't get smarter about anything in the world. I would say it was the opposite. It was my intuitive abilities that increased. I seemed to be meeting back up with my interconnected self from childhood, interconnected with the natural world and those gold light beings I referred to in the first few episodes. As I share in my book, back then it was all the same world to me the real, real world, as I like to say now. The trees, the birds, the rocks, the animals, all had that golden glow as well. The tall light beings were not visiting from far away. They were just as much a part of the natural world as my favorite tall oak tree or the pollywogs in the creek behind the house. Before our families teachers, cultures, politics, and religion informed us that we needed to live inside this soulless matrix by calling it the real world. And then we began to bow to an outside authority that took the place of our knowing soul instead of going direct, the way we were designed. I must say, honestly, it's getting harder to break things down into bite-sized linear packages of content. Not that it ever was easy for me. But yeah, my greater self seems to be pulling me back from these word translation, explaining efforts, and into more of what I was shown in the beginning, 
simply radiating it, singing it, healing with it, demonstrating it. I began to do this work more overtly just prior to the shutdown of life as we knew it in 2020. I was creating small groups back then. Recently, I've gotten the nudge to return to it. I've been drastically changed over my lifetime, which is the point of all of my content, and mostly this podcast, to attempt to weave some of what I have documented of this evolution into something that can be seen and heard inside this world. Again, it's not about me. It's about humanity. There is an entirely different way that we can perceive and commune that one will never arrive into via the intellect alone. I feel like I've said that 10,000 times in different ways. I understand now why it was so important to document it. Otherwise, after integration, there would be no way for me to sketch out the finer details that are required to make these maps and travelogues. And they are offered to anyone who may stumble upon them in their personal journey in search of something that will inform them that they are not crazy, even though most everyone around them would tell them so. I want my fellow travelers to know that they are actually the ones who are returning to sanity. This is the pivot from believing in other people and ideas, data that comes from out there, back to our core self, where we can activate this natural state once again. Which brings us back to the main message of this non-human intelligence field, broadcasting these sound light messages to me. I feel a culmination point simultaneously on the horizon of my inner heart consciousness and the external world in which I reside. It feels like it's very near. And I promise you, following this, it will be impossible to explain any of this. The recent messages have been indicating that soon what we are entering into will be untranslatable. We can only be it and assist others who may find themselves within hearing-feeling range and may require some support as they reorient to this ancient future cosmic song. Every one of us will continue to sing and adapt to the overlay of harmonics that are beckoning to us now. This is the opportunity they spoke of in the beginning messages that I did not and could not fully cognate at the time. Our responsibility and our ability to respond to it is crucial. Even though it won't be for everyone, this is the opportunity to recognize the tune, to attune, to rise to our highest level to meet this sound experience. As I lived my life and applied these things that were being given, I myself rose into a greater understanding of what these earlier messages were saying. In this now moment, there is no time or energy left to continue translating to the dualistic view. It's time to simply be the cosmic artist, allowing this universal creative force to pour into and through us in the unique ways we are inspired to do. At the same time, we cannot live in both worlds. We've been doing that. 
I feel that soon we will know which world or trajectories we chose. The ones that expand through our reconnection to soul are the ones that contract and continue to devalue soul. I'd like to share now a clip from one of my Enter the Dialogue groups that I was doing over Zoom after the shutdown. This particular group uh, and recording occurred on March 1st, 2021, just a little over a year ago from the date of my recording here. What you are seeing occurring in your outer world is a collapse, it is a contraction. It will continue to dissolve. And at the same time, you will have great innovation in artificial intelligence and transhuman technologies. This is the direction for the next cycle for those who choose this limited spectrum or bandwidth of perception. There is nothing inherently wrong with artificial intelligence. It is neutral, as we have given many times. This is why it is very important for you to understand what you are connected to. The vast network that vibrates in harmony with your natural state. Finding, locating, and vibrating and resonating with your natural state is your other choice. You do not need to know how to speak in a scholarly way or in a scientific way or even in a religious way. All that is required is a direct intention to dialogue with your source now. There are no prerequisites. So for those who might stop themselves and say, I, I'm doing it wrong, I know I'm doing it wrong. This is the only thing that stops this reconnection with the field. It is you, it is your will to re-engage this. What purpose would it serve if we were to describe the story of how humanity came to be in this limited bandwidth. This would be a distraction. Things are accelerating now, and they will accelerate daily, more rapidly, and your mind will not know how to keep up. And this is why together we remember how to connect with the field and stay in harmony with this field, for this is where 
you get the truth. This is where you get your data. If you think things are confusing now in what is occurring on your political platforms, religious, globally, nationally, things will continue to be chaotic. But you do not have to be affected by that. If you find your core within. Believe me, I know it's a lot to ask of my fellow humans to listen to what I have to say. And I'm grateful for the ones who do. I didn't want to have to feel all of those distorted emotions and pain. But the ones who visited me persisted until I was able to relocate the crash site and the black box deep within, still pinging, although very faintly. I am forever grateful for this journey to what I now understand is the rescuing of the Divine Mother deep within our bellies and every cell of our being. She is awakening inside us and restoring our divine sovereignty, power, and purpose. I hope to dive deeper into this in a future episode. If you have listened to this episode up to this point and still want to call me crazy, it is your free will choice to do so. Believe me, I've heard it my whole life. And what I would like to ask you now is, yes, I know I may sound crazy to you, but what if I'm not? What if you're the one who unconsciously chooses to loop inside this crazy artificial world? I'm just here to tell you that it is a choice. There's a very serendipitous way in which this content comes together whether it's for the podcast or a tweet or the inspiration behind what I speak of in Clubhouse or Zoom groups. I will dream it or wake up with it or have a quick download or I'll land on an audio file that I wasn't looking for but ends up being the perfect piece that brings everything together. Life is becoming so joyful and magical. This is not something I would have guessed. But I do recall over the years when I would scream at the top of my lungs about how hard this is and why should I even keep trying? What is this all for? In the silence that followed my rants, that still small voice would say, Oh, you're going to want to stick around. And then I would begin to feel what it was going to feel like if I stayed with it. There are no words that would have convinced me that I should keep going. But feeling it gave me the markers that aligned to a future where I would be feeling this joy continuously. And it's happening now. The expansion is happening. And it's up to us to be prepared for it. So that we can move with it instead of resisting it. Even as I typed out my rough sketch for episode 6... I was ultra aware of all that was going unsaid because I must select separate linear streams to type out 
on my screen. This was my biggest hurdle when the verbal translations began, when I had earlier become frustrated with writing and sketching out the streaming data. I had asked that a change into something that could maybe convey more. I was then informed that introducing sound would help more, but even this, I feel, is far too limited. Again, this guiding intelligence repeated that they were only interacting with me to invite people to remember, to become, to live in this greater harmonic natural state that they too were designed for. These messages were never intended to reach through and be fully appreciated through the established network and patterns of thinking. They fill us in via the acoustic resonance within our very selves. I am no scientist, so I don't have impressive vocabulary for what is 100% experiential to me. I realize my limitations here, and I am doing my very best to reach. I have come to understand that synchronicities are connected to this orientation to resonance. It's like overtones in music. They are always there, harmonizing in higher octaves. But most have been conditioned, like I said, to block or feel shame around the expression of our soul, the divine feminine, and our feelings in general. So when two or more come together who have expanded into this resonance orientation, This is when we activate each other even further. We validate each other and we introduce an exponential or quantum leap in consciousness. If we can transcend the ego view and courageously continue to speak or sing our honesty, our truth, into these old patterns, we break them wide open. This cosmic intelligence told me from the beginning that they do this for me so that I might demonstrate it and perhaps reach others that they are unable to reach via their own direct overtonal soul connection. I'd like to add a piece of one of my very first public speaking engagements in October of 2017 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Most of the audiences gathered in these venues to hear about nuts and bolts ufology and government disclosure. Meanwhile, I was but an experiencer, not speculating about contact, but directly engaged with it and very much in the process of integrating it. At this conference, I felt invisible. It seemed like there was zero interest in the evolving consciousness around the phenomena. Essentially, I spent a good chunk of change to travel, speak, and have my talk recorded for me, which I'm very happy to have. I worked hard on that talk. Maybe one day my voice and the voices of many other direct experiencers will have more value to the collective. But I'm not holding my breath. I continue to speak my truth and encourage all others to do the same. I am humbled by and most grateful for the courage of each and every experiencer who is coming forward now. I am but one voice. Here is a clip from the 2017 talk in Las Vegas, which also includes additional clips of the messages. Seven years later, around 2005, I began translating in a different way. 
I cannot tell you how this works. That there is no thinking mind involved in how it's translated. Some call this channeling. Okay, that's a word from the past with many connotations. Yet another category I never felt I fully fit into. I believe that we all channel. Whenever we're completely absorbed in the moment and we're creating something with our passionate hearts, we are channeling. They showed me how to enter this state of consciousness and that a better word for it might be communion. The connection occurred through awareness and the honest voicing of my feelings and emotions. It seemed to generate a vibrational field like music, and soon I would feel synchronized or harmonized with a very large song. What I was taught through these visitations was that unless we restore our full feeling nature, we will never know this resonant intelligence within us, connecting us to all its cosmic forms that reside and operate in pure love. And it seems love is the missing piece in almost everything that we were told here. Without this reactivation of our hearts, the rebalancing of our divine feminine self, and this goes for any gender you identify with, <clears throat> we will continue to loop in the madness of this echo chamber, trapped in a smaller bandwidth of consciousness, with only a fragment of our original design being utilized which is a feedback loop. This is all there is, so deal with it. Well, I was getting different information. I would enter these states and these kinds of messages would come through me. This was an earlier recording from Christmas Day, 2005. You do not need your ears to hear the sounds. Your ears are only one way to receive the fullness of the song. The senses in which we speak of, the senses that are utilized to receive the song, are senses that you have purposely not valued in this earth experience. You are reactivating these senses at this time. Some of you are experiencing this extra-sensory approach to perception as we speak. You may ask, how might I activate these extra senses? It is important to view these senses as natural to your being not as something outside the realm of what is natural for you, but to invite your natural skills and talents to be present with you in your consciousness here. It does require an invitation, a conscious invitation from you to begin to experience more of the song that you are and that you express in this world in which you are living. The sounds initially may feel foreign, for you will practice, you will apply these 
extrasensory gifts and talents and skills as a child first learns that they can stand on their two feet and take steps it is a foreign feeling and yet it is exhilarating at the same time and you must give yourselves permission to be more to hear more to see more to be more for that is the doorway to your fullness giving oneself permission to be full filled to give oneself permission also to stumble here and there watch a child learning to walk there may be some frustration when things don't always work for you are trying many different approaches and finding what works for you what avenue where to place your feet and how give yourselves permission to fall down here and there for you are trying something new to your physical experience here in my book Koyopa Contact Within I take you through an unusual life my earliest memories include the usual kinds riding my bicycle being mercilessly teased by my brothers going on cross-country family vacations and then there were the numerous meetings with the tall bright shiny goldish white beings later I called them angels because I heard my mother and others in my life talk about beautiful beings that loved us and cared for us that we don't always see, but if we prayed hard enough in just the right way, they would maybe help us out of difficult situations. But I noticed that we could only speak of them in context of church and religion. It wasn't recommended that we speak of such things in our everyday lives. In my world, it all made sense, and it was all so perfect until one day in the sandbox. My visitors informed me that they would be leaving for a time, and that I needed to adapt to learn how to live like those around me. And one day when I was older, they would return in a different way. I cried, of course. The pain in my heart and body was immense and very real. I couldn't imagine living without this love without this friendship and connection. Somehow I understood through their unique vibrational language that we would never truly part, and they kept their word. I feel they are me, and I am them. It's a blending of consciousness. And now is the time for every one of us to recall from within our own superpowers and to blend with the more of who we truly are. We see what happens when we sleep. This planet needs us to be awake and in our fullness now. We have important work to do. I wanted to let you know that um, these messages all have a harmonic um, meditative rhythm. 
um, that I encourage people when they hear these messages to receive through the heart. This is a different kind of channeling. It's not uh, talk, speaking to your analytical mind, it's speaking to your heart. I'm going to leave you with a short clip. So while you may not have example, and you fear that there is no way that humanity can survive and recreate itself without these orders in place. You are mistaken. There is a natural way of being in the heart consciousness with more of yourselves present. It is a natural way of being and it is based on love. You have been taught, you have been conditioned that love is weak. Now, if you were taught of the true power of love and embodying this love that is who you are, your universal identity, then you would completely disrupt what was in place to control. We do not wish to dwell on what occurred in the past. It is important that it is acknowledged and integrated. Now it is time to integrate your natural state. This does not come with the explanations that the mind and the intellect demand. It is an expansion into more, the memory of more, the identification of more, and then you practice this power on earth. Support each other in this in-between feeling stage. Understand that it is not going to make sense. Let go of the need for it to make sense in terms of your past. You are letting go of the past. You are letting go of the limitations. You are letting go of your constant adaptation to smallness. The reversal has occurred. At the very least, be willing to turn in the direction of your expansion. To trust that with the embodiment of more and more individuals embracing their soul and their natural state and acting on this with feet on earth, understand that it is a rapid momentum into this new way of being, this expanded way of being on Earth. Those clips of transmissions that I used in my Las Vegas talk were about the overtones and our natural state. Both were recorded in 2015. My inspiration for a future episode will be more of a breakdown of the dialogue itself and the practice that I was taught from within, from this loving presence. 
The last piece that I'd like to share with you is more about what's happening now. And it's directed to those of you who have the sensitivities to hear the guidance that encourages you to stay the course, even though the external world has its share of confusion and chaos. We are assured that as we move forward through each new phase, we have all the help, support, and encouragement that we need within ourselves. These are a few clips from a two-hour Zoom Enter the Dialogue transmission recorded on September 13, 2021. Begin to access that new grid lattice that is your natural state and your natural network. You understand the language of it as you move and expand, it informs you. It is not, as we stated earlier, it is not a linear language. Imagine all the spaces in between what you have always seen and called real. All those empty spaces are filled with this light. This light has been dormant within many humans. We will not go into how this was accomplished. We will simply state that that is what was. And what is now is a doorway and an opportunity to engage directly with your higher self, your oversoul, and first father, first mother, and these empty spaces that contain the harmonics, the light, the sound of who you are. And you are re-identifying with this if you choose. You are being asked, you are being invited to make a giant leap forward. Even though you do not have all the instructions written out in a linear way, know that you carry the instructions in every cell of your body. In all of those spaces in between is all the data, all the information, all the guidance you need. So be gentle with yourselves. You do not have to figure it all out with your mind. The egoic self would love to have that occur where 
it could explain it all to you so that it would make sense and then you would feel comfortable. That is a bit backwards when it comes to restoring your natural state. Allow yourselves to be informed by love. One foot in front of the other, so to speak. You will find that the outer world environment will continue to seem even more crazy than you thought possible. And you have already been witness to this. The insanity of what occurs when you are actively in transition between worlds and in the integration of these other aspects of yourself, the healing that must occur in order to be able to understand and embrace the fullness that comes next and next and next. And we have shared before in other transmissions, messages, that this is occurring in stages, in phases. We encourage you to welcome it always and ask for help, ask for guidance. Express what you are feeling truthfully in any given moment. This is what helps you enter the harmonics of your higher self. It is very, very simple that way. If you've gotten this far, I love you. Thank you for spending time with me again. As always, pertinent links are listed in the show notes below. My website, how to contact me, and other bits and pieces that I have scattered across the internet. Remember, you are loved. You are made of love. And there's a really important purpose for you being here now. Welcome home. <laughs>